So New Year's is coming up, resolution time, and I know people are probably kicking around what they're going to do, what they're going to try to do, what their goals are for this coming year, as they always do. And I'm not a big resolution guy. I think it's, you know, um, you know, have goals throughout the year. <laughs> Don't just wait till the new year. And uh, but anyway, I know you're probably thinking about resolutions and majority of the people out there are probably wanting to make some kind of resolution on their health, which is usually physical health and they want to lose weight. This is the year, damn it. This is the year I'm going to, you know, lose that 10 pounds, lose that 15, 20, whatever it is, losing weight. That's a big one. And so I want to talk to you a little bit in this episode about some strategies if that's what you want to do. First and foremost, I want to say, how about you make 2020 the year that you work on your mental health, right? Make a resolution to improve mental health. And, uh, and you know, that that's something I'm really advocating a lot of people to work on. It's not something I think people have ever thought about making a resolution to do because they haven't known how to do it. And that's my job is to help people understand how to improve your mental health, train your mental health, just like your physical health, nutritional health, spiritual health, all those other aspects of that, aspects of health. But for this episode, for those weight loss uh, seeking resolutioners out there, I want to give you a few tips because when it comes to losing weight, it's really simple, just like improving mental health is really simple. If you understand the basic concepts and the, the literal science behind it, and you're not listening to people that are full of shit, giving you weight loss advice or any other kind of advice that don't have the, you know, shouldn't be doing it. A lot of people out there don't have the credentials. They don't have the science. They don't understand the basics. They don't know how to communicate it. And people are desperate to lose weight. Right. And um, they'll fall for anything. So I just want to give you a couple simple tips in this pod to talk about understanding some of the basic things that you need to understand to lose weight and how to make it much easier if you're going to go about it so that you can actually lose it the right way and keep it off more importantly. Um, and so let's see, first and foremost, I'm not a fan of any of these fad diets, you know, um, if you're, you know, fad diets being things like keto or Atkins or the, beet diet or the, you know, I don't care, whatever it is. If it sounds like it's a fad, it's a fad, you know, um, not that you can't lose weight on some of these, but usually you have to give something else up that you need that is essential to your body. You know, it's about the, we need macronutrients, you know, proteins, fats, and carbs. You need those things. You can't deplete any one of them and be fully healthy or optimal, you know? And so keto is one. There's a couple things. I mean, try it. You know, I've tried it. I've done it. I'm not saying, you know, screw all keto and, and all that. I just want people to understand why it doesn't work and why it's not really sustainable. It can work in a short term. Um, first and foremost, most people actually don't ever truly get into ketosis. They don't follow it or adhere to it at the level that you're supposed to. So if you are a keto person, you know, just check and see if you actually are getting into ketosis. And, and you know, if not, it's, uh, you know, it can work a little bit, but, you know, not, not as much as you think it is. And then secondly, you know, we need carbohydrates. You know, we need that. It's, it's fuel for our brains. And when you totally try to, you know, I'm just going to live off, you know, protein and fat. That's all we're going to do. Minimal to no carbohydrates, 2%, 3% carbohydrates. Like that's not good. That's not a good approach. Um, it starves your brain of fuel. And so essentially you can lose weight. You can get down into whatever, you know, kind of shape you feel like you want to get into, but you're a walking zombie, you know, you want to forget how to tie your shoes or, um, you know, 
turn on your computer or, I mean, it, it just, it's not good, you know, so just be aware of it. Uh, try it out if you want to try it out. If you got a short-term goal, maybe, but it's not something that's sustainable. Um, and that's how all of them are, really. All the ones that are kind of fatty. Everything is about balance when it comes to it. You know, moderation and balance and routine. And that's just what people struggle with. They they want shortcuts. They think there's easy fixes. And believe me, I've, I've, I'm telling you, I've been in this industry. I've tried them all. I've done it all. I'm all about a good shortcut if it's available. Um, and but when it comes to your, your health, it's about progressive acquisition and consistency and routine. And that's just what most people fail at. They just suck at that. And so if you can think through that and work through that, take some of the tips that I'm going to give you in here, then you can probably have a higher, higher probability of losing that weight and keeping it off. So um, one of the things you have to understand, how many calories are you eating a day? Most people have no damn idea about how many calories they eat, Right. Because it comes into, there's some basic laws, law of thermodynamics and some things like that. Calorie in, calorie out. It's pretty simple. Um, so the first thing I'd ask you to do is take, take a day or two days, three days, you know, maybe, and track your calories. You can use a simple app. MyFitnessPal is a good one. MyFitnessPal, you can download it. It's got, and it's pretty easy to understand. You can go in there and plug in the food that you eat and put everything in it. I don't give a shit what you drink, what you eat, you know, don't all of a sudden go on a diet when you start tracking your calories. But one thing will usually happen. I'll talk to people about how many calories they think they eat and they'll say, Oh, maybe 3000. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we go through um, and do some food logging and it'd be 5,000 or it might be 2000. You know, they have no clue. People don't really understand. We've got problems in this country with portion distortion and just massive serving sizes. Nobody knows how to or really reads food labels. You know, they just kind of eat. And even if you're trying to eat healthy, oftentimes you're getting a lot more calories in. And then they have no really idea as to what the macro breakdown is of protein, fats, and carbs. And so first task I'd tell you to do is, you know, take a, I usually tell people do two days during the week and one weekend day, and just don't change anything. Just account for everything that goes in your damn mouth, whether you drink it or eat it. And look and see what that tells you calorically you're getting uh, on a daily basis. And it'll tell you if you use MyFitnessPal what your protein, fat, and carb ratio is. Because there's a, a pretty good number that I think people should stick to with those with regards to percentages. You know, what percentage of protein, what percentage of fat, what percentage of carbs. And all that really depends on what your goal is and, and some other variables. But I just want to give you some basic stuff about the numbers and some simple strategies to help help you accomplish the goal of losing weight if that's what you want to do. So you've got your calories, right? And let's say you do your food log and it says you're eating 4,000 calories, you know, a day or whatever the case is. So the next thing I want you to know is how many calories are in a pound. There's 3,500 calories in a pound. So essentially, if you want to lose one pound, you need to have a 3,500 calorie deficit. Okay. So we'll keep this real simple. If you don't change anything else, you go about your day, you go about your week. And if you have a 3,500 calorie deficit, you will lose one pound that week. If you have a 3,500 calorie surplus, you will gain one pound that week. And so the simplest way to think about that is you say you've got 4,000 calories a day that you've been eating. Um, we know that 3,500 calories is what we need to have a deficit of. So this is all basic, simple stuff. So basically, you need a 500 calorie deficit a day for seven days, right? And you'll have 3,500 calorie deficit at the end, you will lose one pound. And a 500 calorie deficit is not hard, especially if you are aware of what you're eating and drinking. 
So for instance, let's say two less slices of bread, you know, I know I'm saying something carb, but, or whatever, or one less beer and, you know, a candy bar, you know, I mean, it's not much. I'm not talking about going on a diet. I'm just saying what two things, how can you just take, and not, this is not to lose this one pound I'm talking about. I'm saying don't change anything else. This isn't saying exercise more. This isn't saying, you know, go do anything crazy. All I'm saying is based on what the numbers are, what can you look at on a daily basis to remove from the stuff you're eating or drinking 500 calories, which, is, which isn't that much. And if you do that, if you eat those two less slices of bread a day or, you know, the less one less beer and one less candy bar or whatever makes up a 500 calorie and you do, don't change anything else in your day to day routine, you should have a 3,500 calorie deficit. You will lose one pound that week, right? That's four pounds in a month. That may not sound like a lot, but that's kind of the right way to do it. You know, you don't need to lose four and five and 10 pounds in a day unless you've got a shitload of weight to lose. But I'm just talking about kind of the general person. So you understand that 500 calorie. Now, you know, if you're at 4,000 calories, we probably want to get you down, you know, below 3,000, maybe 2,500 or something. This is for the weight loss people. So you look at the food and the stuff you're ingesting to where you can bring that down by 500 or maybe 1,000, looking at just simple stuff you take off your plate. You don't eat, you know. Um, we don't need as much food as we think we need. We're Americans and we think that's what we need. A big breakfast, a big lunch, a big dinner and two snacks in between. No, no, no. That's not what we need. Um, and I'll talk real quick about that, uh, a strategy for overcoming that. But so now the 500 calorie deficit and now we need another 500 calorie deficit. And that's where exercise comes in. Right. So simple exercising, just do something. If you get up and go walk for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, if you're not a person that's exercising yet, you'll burn a few hundred calories. So now you're at a 800 calorie deficit you know, um, and that's a pretty good deficit for a day, you know, ramp up the exercise and, and you can use trackers and the things that people have on their watch to see how many calories you're burning through exercise, but basically get the numbers. Um, so you have to be accurate, track what you eat, get your daily caloric intake, understand the 3,500 calorie principle, look at what you're eating and see how you can remove 500 calories from just your off the top and then try to figure out a way through exercise that you can get another 500 calories a day. And now you're at a thousand calorie deficit, right? So that's 7,000 calorie deficit. That's two pounds a week, right? Now we're talking about eight pounds a month, you know, three months, you've lost 24 pounds and it's sustainable and it stays off, you know? So that's just some quick stuff with calorie counting. And then one of the things I love to help, you know, um, keep, I'd say my metabolism up and my weight where I want it is in a simple trick is intermittent fasting. So if you don't know what intermittent fasting is, Google it, research it. I want to explain it to you in here and take up a bunch of time in this pod, but basically it just means, you know, and this doesn't mean you go on any diet or have to change anything you eat. You just change when you eat. And by changing when you eat, it will make you change what you eat and how you eat because your body will adapt a little bit to the change. And so intermittent fasting. And again, I want to give simple. It may not be easy at first, but these things I'm talking about are simple, truly applied, no nonsense, no bullshit things that you can do to help you. And so intermittent fasting is basically just that. You pick a fasting window or a window of time in your day and night that you don't eat, you know, and ideally you want that to be about a 14, 16, um, 
you know, even maybe 18 hour window where you're not eating. So what that does is it gives your body that break. You know, we as Americans are constantly eating, waking up, got to have a big breakfast, got to get this going. And you don't need that. Right. It just, um, it's not really necessary. You know, it made sense kind of back in the day when we were doing a lot of manual labor and we were very active and we were out and being physical and we were eating relatively healthy foods, but that's not the case. Now people are sitting on their ass eating shitty food all day. Um, you know, the times have changed, but again, this is a lot of what I talk about in this podcast is times and society and things have changed, but we still believe in, and we practice these antiquated old school, um, things, you know, like hearty breakfast, lunch, and dinner to get up and get your day. No, that was, yeah, when it made sense when we weren't sitting on our ass looking at devices for 20 hours a day and laying in bed and sitting on couches that, but so now we don't need that. So intermittent fasting, um, what I do is 11 to seven. So I eat, I, my window to eat is between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. And so that's what I do. Basically, when I get up in the morning, whether it's 5 a.m. or 7 a.m. or whatever the case is, I'm not eating anything. Black coffee, water, that's it. Um, and I don't do it perfectly, but this is what I try to adhere to. You know, get up. I don't eat anything until, until I get into my window of 11 a.m. And then when I get in my window of 11 a.m., I can eat and I eat whatever I want, whenever I want during that window. And then I stop, I have my last bite of food before 7 p.m. And I'm done and I don't eat anything else after 7. You know, um, liquids and things like that are fine. Uh, not not beer, not alcohol. Essentially, you're trying to not get any calories, right? I don't drink, so it's not hard for me to not do that. But no calories outside of your window. And your body will do a bunch of things when you get into this. You know, it just starts to metabolize, process things quicker. Um, it makes you, once you kind of get past the first two or three days of adjusting to it, your body, once you get into that window, it's not going to want shitty food really. Um, and you you don't have to change anything. You don't have to go buy all kinds of new groceries and shit. You don't have to, you know, you just, just simply change when you eat and how you eat. So these are two simple things. Count your calories, um, get a baseline, see what you can reduce 500 calories through eating Think about what you can do activity-wise to get about three to 500 calories burnt in exercise. So you're on a somewhere between a 500 to 1,000 calorie deficit daily. And then do the intermittent fasting. Just try those two things, right? Don't have to go on any crazy cookbooks and shopping sprees and fads and follow any of that. Try those two things. See how it works. And most importantly, don't try it for three days and be like, oh, no, that doesn't work. Or a week, you know, set the goal of saying, I'm going to do this for you know, three months and see where you're at. I think you might surprise yourself and be on to a, a newer, healthier way of living to keep weight off and, and stay that way.